Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back, folks. The sports industry to sports economy is something that's very important to us here in the greater New Orleans area and throughout the state of Louisiana, quite frankly, when you take into consideration college sports as well. And we've been able to successfully capitalize on same for a number of years, and that's due in large part to the Greater New Orleans Sports Foundation. And joining us right now is Jay Cicero, the president and CEO of the Greater New Orleans Sports Foundation. Jay, welcome to the show. Thank you, Newell. Always a pleasure to be on. Jay, we got a lot of great football headed our way. Why don't we start talking about the uh, New Orleans Bowl first? That's Saturday, December 16th at 1.15 p.m. in the Caesars Superdome. And uh, we got a great matchup coming our way. We do. Uh, it's the Jacksonville State Gamecocks and the University of Louisiana Lafayette are raging Cajuns returning to the Superdome uh, on Saturday, December 16th. Now, a lot of people think Jacksonville State might be in, in Florida. It's actually in Alabama. Uh, there's a it's a five hour drive to New Orleans, and of course, about an hour hour and forty minutes to uh, to Lafayette. So it's a great regional uh, bowl matchup for us, uh, which is what the purpose of the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl is: is to have a great regional bowl matchup prior to Christmas, bringing visitors to New Orleans during the traditionally slow time of the year. So we're, we're pretty proud of it. And this is our, this is our 23rd uh, New Orleans Bowl. Now the coach is someone that's, um, that we should recognize, right? Rich, is it Rich Rodriguez is the coach at Jackson? Rich Rodriguez, yeah. who was assistant coach at, at Tulane for yeah. a long time and then went on to, to coach in several division one programs across the country. Uh, but you know, he was known for his offensive uh, genius mind and moving the ball and so he's he's guided them to a, a winning season this year with eight wins, and they are, uh, uh, you know, they're going to play Lafayette on December 16th, and and of course UL always plays tough uh, with uh, Coach Desermo uh, and all of his uh, all of his guys that are mainly from the, uh, the uh, Louisiana area, but but yeah, actually we're playing at 1:15 in the afternoon this time, which is very different than where we normally have played. It's normally been an eight o'clock or an 8:15 game in the evening, but with the Saints playing a home game the next day, uh, we pushed up our game time uh, to 1:15 on that Saturday. And it'll be carried as on ESPN. Is that correct? Yeah, oh, yeah always ESPN and ESPN Radio. 
uh, every year uh, we get that 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 prime spot, uh, and and that's part of the reason why we we bid upon and manage these events. Also, is for the media exposure associated with them. You know, the New Orleans Bowl is is uh, uh, is obviously smaller than the Sugar Bowl and always will be, but uh, you know, fulfills a uh, that that great hole, that big hole in New Orleans tourism calendar generates around $20 million in, in economic impact each year. And that media exposure uh, is a gift uh, that we all uh, desire uh, to have positive media exposure during that time of year. Tell us, if you would, about the importance of RNL carriers. I mean, they've been how many years running now? Um, you know, they, Gosh, they've just they've been a been, great corporate uh, sponsor, right? They have. Uh, they started in 2006. Uh, they really wanted to get involved in something in New Orleans uh, post Katrina, and we had the we had the right vehicle for them. And uh, they used it as a corporate incentive program uh, for their people all over the country. They have 15,000 employees, uh, including a lot of drivers uh, across the country. And you know, you never you never notice them. Uh, until you you start looking and you see RNL carriers trucks all over the place. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, and they have a 200 man operation, 200 person operation right here uh, in New Orleans East. So, very big company, family owned company, great people, uh, and they've been with us since 2006, and will continue with us uh, at least their contractor through next year. Uh, so, uh, and look, hopefully it, we'll continue. RNL's been here 23 that. years. That's hard to have a relationship and a corporate sponsor for that period of time. I mean, you're in the business. You see it all the time. You don't find many 23-year sponsors of an event, right? Yeah, it's a little bit less than that, but it is, uh, uh, it's it's amazing uh, that they have been involved uh, with this that long. And, uh, again, they're not a household name like an Allstate or something like that that is spending a lot of money, uh, you know, nationwide on uh advertising and 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 programs uh but you know they this is one of the most important programs that they have uh for their for their company and they are they're so they're such incredibly nice people uh and they're so happy to be here uh during this time of year uh, they've been great, to, great to work with, and they're just they're they're an impressive company. They really have, and they grew tremendously over the uh, over the pandemic, with all the delivery services and everything happening, uh, and an increase in that happening over that time period. And and just to, we're just we're very fortunate to have them as a as a as the title sponsor of the of the uh, New Orleans Bowl, and 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 being that they're great people, it just that's just you know. Uh, uh, on top of everything else. Yeah, I guess I'm having difficulty doing math today. It's their 17th year. Or it's the yeah. 23rd year of the New Orleans Bowl. Um, That's right. Uh, That's right. We started in 2001, uh, and uh, again, this 20. Yeah, every every year, so whatever the year it is, that's the year that we've been that we've been managing. And we started it, you know, uh, uh, that. Uh, with with the idea again to start something during that time of year, uh, uh, secondary to secondary in size to the Sugar Bowl, but again an important piece of the the uh, 
the event puzzle for New Orleans on an annual basis. And playing in the Superdome is fantastic for these kids. Uh, it's Jacksonville State's first bowl game appearance in their history. Uh, and uh, like you said, Rich Rodriguez is their coach. So uh, we've had some we've had some experience with that over the 23 years. Uh, last uh, we've had a couple of teams, maybe three teams, that's been their first bowl appearance in a long, long time or first ever. And they always bring a lot of people with excitement with that. Uh, you pair that up with coming to New Orleans during this time of year and going home back home for Christmas. It's really a great uh, a great event. And this kind of takes us right into the Sugar Bowl. And I don't know about you, but I think as it relates to uh, traveling and and not having seen, I like when teams come that haven't been here, right, in a while. And I don't know, I don't, you would know, not, I don't. Has Washington ever been here for a bowl game? I I don't think so. Um, And Texas as well. So of the two games, I I I think this is a unique matchup that it will be a difference maker for us from a tourism standpoint. Your thoughts? Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, certainly uh, the, the, the Texas crowd is going to, was going to put pressure on tickets uh, yeah. for the Sugar Bowl. And look, <laughs> yeah. uh, Jeff Hundley and their group do a really good job for it. Washington, uh, the athletic director is, is Troy Dannett, uh, who was here at Tulane for the last seven or eight years before, uh, before going there. So, um, you know, to be able to uh, host him back here in town, it's going to be unique. Uh, they've got a great quarterback and Michael Penix uh, that is up for the Heisman Trophy. Uh, hopefully he won't make it, uh, and Jaden Daniels will. But, uh, you know, there's a, a, a they, they, they've had a heck of a year. They're undefeated. Uh, they, won the, they won the Pac-12, which is going away. Uh, and uh, they're going to be here in full force uh, along with Texas. So it's going to be a, it's going to be great. And look, that type of national uh, type uh, matchup and, and national uh, exposure uh, for New Orleans is, I, I know, something that the Sugar Bowl and the Sugar Bowl committee always looks forward to, uh, to doing. They're, they're great folks. They do a great job with it. And, uh, you know, we partner with them on the college football championship game whenever we have the opportunity to do so. And uh, it's, it's been our pleasure to work with them uh, on that before. Jay, how is that going to work out for the Sugar Bowl? Are we going to be in, in good shape? I know it's been kind of a touch-and-go situation. What is it, 12 teams next year? Um, are, are... It's supposedly 12 teams. They may change that. Uh, I don't have any inside information. Uh, certainly Jeff Hundley and the, and the Sugar Bowl folks are more are attuned to that than we are, and they're having those conversations with the conference commissioners and the and the folks that that manage the uh, the, the the playoff system. But um, you know, I know that they're hoping to be a, a, you know a quarterfinal or semifinal every year, and the cost of doing business uh, is going up as it is for us with our with our major events, and so it's important to stay competitive and to have a lot of resources available to be able to cover the costs of hosting these events to, so the economic benefit can happen in the state of Louisiana and the city of New Orleans. Well, th- this is a good place to take a break. We'll take a break here, and we'll pick this conversation up there about the future of the sports economy, sports industry. 
We're visiting with Jay Cicero, President and CEO of the Greater New Orleans Sports Foundation. We'll be right back after the break, folks. This is Newell on WWL. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back, folks. We're visiting with Jay Cicero, President and CEO of the Greater New Orleans Sports Foundation. We have been talking about the sports industry, sports economy. We covered the R&L Carrier Bowl uh, that, that will be going on this year, uh, the 23rd on sa- Saturday, December 16th at 1.15 p.m., and it'll be covered on both ESPN and ESPN Radio. We talked about the Sugar Bowl and that matchup there. Now, the mother of all sports events, the Super Bowl, which is, Jay, I guess just about 14 months away, but I'm sure you're not counting the days, right? 
It it is. I thought you were going to talk say the mother of all sporting events, the NOLA Pickle Fest, <laughs> uh, which we do, which we do with Drew Brees at the uh, at the convention center. We're hoping to announce that uh, uh, coming back uh, to New Orleans uh, very soon. But uh, a fun event, great event, and a fundraiser for the Breeze Dream Foundation. Absolutely, uh, I attended it this past year. year. Had a great Last time. Fun. Uh, it was a lot of fun watching I he and John McEnroe and, and having a long conversation. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. McEnroe still got it, man. <laughs> He's funny. He does. You know, that, that, uh, immediately afterwards is like, well, I guess, I guess those tennis skills relate pretty well to playing pickleball. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Drew's got a long way to go to be able to match a guy like that on the court. But, uh, you know, Drew's got a heck of a lot of talent and a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of hand-eye coordination, but those those tennis uh, professional tennis skills really relate. No doubt, and I tell you, who else is happy? Orthopedic surgeons. <laughs> I mean, <the> <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've heard that because you think, you know, with that small court that you can get to everything, and you find out really quickly, mm-hmm. no, you cannot. But <laughs> and hopefully, you find that out before you hurt yourself. Yeah, it's a lot of start and stop and quick, quick twitch uh, kind of reactions. But and, it was uh, very the production of this part. event was really well done, Jay. It, it was re- it was kind of a neat venue. It, it was a neat venue, not kind of. It was, yeah. Uh, yeah. and it was a great experience. We had over five hundred people participate uh, and play, and we're shooting for uh, you know even bigger crowd uh, to play this year. Uh, I mean, next year in 2024. So, uh, could be a could be a really growing event on our calendar. That uh, again, to help bring in visitors during a slow period of time, and uh, you know, eventually there may be some some uh, national art type media coverage for for something special with that. You never know with with Drew. He's got such a uh, favored position, not only upon uh, with New Orleanians, but uh, around the country. He's such a He's such an icon to us, uh, as well as being just a, a great person. So uh, he and Brittany really helped lead the way, and his people that we deal with uh, are excellent. And we we uh, we're happy to be the managing partner uh, of it with them, and along with New Orleans and Company and the Morial Convention Center, we we produce the whole thing. Uh, is it? On their it behalf. So am I mistake? Am I mistaken, or is it one of the fastest growing sports in in America today? Did I did I read that somewhere? Absolutely is. Yeah. It uh, they've labeled it as the fastest growing sport uh, in in the country uh, uh, the last two or three years. So how they actually measure that, I don't know. I just know there's a heck of a lot of people playing, and it's it seems like it's more and more, and there and there are facilities being built left and right uh, across the country, and 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 some here in New Orleans that have been built um, in order to take advantage of that. Uh, of the opportunity that comes along with more people playing. But, uh, you know, uh, you know, I found out that the 500 people on an indoor for an indoor facility, indoor event was almost a record uh, in our first year uh, really? for indoor uh, events. Yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't know that. Uh, and so certainly we'll break the record uh, this year, most of the most of the events, the pickleball events around the country, are held at outdoor facilities or a combination of outdoor indoor, uh, and they don't have uh, 25 uh, to 50 indoor courts 
uh, like we have. Uh, and so, uh, you know, costs a lot of money to do it to, and to do it right, uh, with, but uh, well worth it and a great fundraiser for the Breeze Dream Foundation. Absolutely. We have two of our leaders here at WWL, our general manager, Kevin Cassidy, our general sales manager, Robbie Bowen, huge pickleball players. I think one won their category in that event and the other one finished second uh, and was able to see them play as well, which was a lot of fun watching that. It was. I sat with Kevin uh, for a little bit and got to know him. I really didn't know him that well. I uh, got to know him a little bit over over uh, over pickleball. So uh a pretty neat sport to bring people together and and enjoy some conversation and create some stronger relationships. So, well, uh, in case you did even, not know, even, Jay, even more, more great. In case you did not know, Kevin is off to bigger things. He's leaving us actually at the first of the year to take on the Chicago market, the third largest cluster that we have in in our chain of clusters, uh, forty seven. Um, with Odyssey. And so congratulations to he and his wife, Nikki, they'll be leaving us. I know they enjoy their time here in the city, New Orleans, but uh, he's off taking a much bigger uh, position than, than the New Orleans market. So wish him the best of luck. And I'm sure he'll be back to play. I wish him the best of luck. It was just announced yesterday, quite frankly. So let's talk about the Super Bowl. 14 months away. I guess you're counting the days. People have no idea how much work goes into this. They really, it, they don't, and it's hard if you're not in the business and you've never produced a Super Bowl. It's kind of hard to understand the scope of it and how much work goes into to hosting. We started our efforts in uh, on a day-to-day basis, along with you know, with managing and hosting the Arnold Carriers New Orleans Bowl, the Pickle Pickle Fest, and we have the SEC Gymnastics Championship coming in here in in the spring. Uh, and so we kind of work it. We we weave those into the Super Bowl effort, but the Super Bowl obviously takes takes up the majority of our time uh, and and effort and coordination. And it has uh, for the past eight or nine months. We started our we started our fundraising effort um, uh, this this past uh, uh, spring uh, with Intergy coming on as our as our lead sponsor. Uh, and our founding partner, uh, and uh, we signed on a few more uh, uh, partners since then. But the um, you know the fundraising is is the first and foremost thing that starts the earliest, and then the planning, the operational planning. So where, so Jay, if you would for the uh, listening audience, when you say you're mm-hmm. fundraising, I, I'm I'm certain that a lot of people are saying, what do, what do you mean you're fundraising for what? Um, well, when you make a bid for the Super Bowl uh, and Final Four or any other major NBA All-Star game, you have to agree to provide uh, services, facilities, um, personnel, et cetera, uh, at no cost. So you're bidding against other cities in order to be able to uh, host and receive all the benefits of hosting these major events, and our our bid uh, for Super Bowl will will cost us over twenty million dollars, and we have to go raise that those funds. And the NFL is a little different than some of the other uh, entities uh, that own events. They do allow you to raise 
private corporation sponsorship of the Super Bowl host committee, which is what the Sports Foundation and the Saints are serving as, is the Super Bowl host committee. And the uh, you raise private funds and public funds in order to make it uh, to make it work. And uh, that's a significant amount of money to raise in the New Orleans area. And so we're well on our way uh, towards that. But, you know, we're, we're going to be working with, with companies across the state of Louisiana and NFL sponsors to hopefully raise the entire amount that we need to raise uh, uh, by next year at this time. So it's a big challenge to do so, and it's the first part of the program. You get all your fundraising pieces together. And you ask uh, great companies like Intergy and others to uh, to step up and, and make a commitment to making the Super Bowl a, a great event uh, uh, here in New Orleans for the, for all the benefits that we talked about. Why don't we the take a Why don't we take a break? Why don't okay, we take ahead. a break here, if you don't mind? I think it's a good place to do so because then we'll lead into the okay. conversation. What? Why the investment? You know, and what? What do we expect in return? And what's the next steps for you guys? Uh, where that um, February 9th, 2025 date, just 14 months away, the next Super Bowl will be in Las Vegas on February 11th of 2024, and I'm sure you guys will be visiting with them for the handoff as well. We're visiting with Jay Cicero, President and CEO of the Greater New Orleans Sports Foundation. We will be right back. Stay with us. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back, folks. We're talking about New Orleans hosting the 59th Super Bowl that's coming here on February the 9th, uh, 2025. This will be a record-tying 11th Super Bowl to be hosted by New Orleans and the 8th played in the Superdome, the first since 2013, and it'll be the fourth one that's managed by uh, the New Orleans Sports Foundation. That was really, Jay, created for this purpose, right, to be able to coordinate all of what needs to be put into a bid, a package, to market the city, to lure these events to the city. You're right, Newell. Um, And it was 35 years ago uh, this past summer that we were created um, as it in 1988. So it became more sophisticated and more demands on cities to host these events. And and that that, those demands continued to rise. And it became more obvious that the volunteers like Dr. Merv Trail and and others that were handling these events, uh, you know, they have full time jobs, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and and the demands were became so high that there there became a need for uh, a full time organization to do this. Now, um, there were three or four, maybe five across the country at the time in 1988. Uh, sports commissions, uh, uh, and uh, there was a study commissioned through the Young Leadership Council to uh, check on the feasibility of 
to determine the feasibility of creating a sports commission here in New Orleans. And of course, it came back positive, and uh, and a handful of great people uh, created the organization back in August of '88, and we have uh, taken off since then and grown uh, to a full-time organization that does more uh, large-scale events uh, than just about any other city in the country. Yeah. And, and as you said, the dynamic is changing. It's more competitive. It, it's, it's more complex. Uh, the financing needs and the financial commitment of not only state and local government, but the private sector as well, is key to the success of being able to lure these big events here. And we just talked about you having a budget of roughly $26 million to fulfill all the obligations of the bid that, that we put in for uh, Super Bowl 59. And, of course, that I'm sure people are wondering, well, what's the return on that investment? Well, I'm sure you have the numbers. i, I got to imagine it's huge. It, it, it is huge, and uh, there is no event like the Super Bowl. There's no doubt about that uh, as far as media exposure, economic impact, and just meaning – to our community uh, in general. And yes, that, that 26 million has an economic return uh, of over 500 million uh, in economic impact. It was 480 million in 2013, so you know it's gonna be over 500 million yeah. you know, no, 12 no years later. Yeah. But the uh, there's 6,000 credentialed members of the media that attend and cover the event uh, now uh, and that's grown significantly since uh, the last time we hosted. So that those not only that economic Im- the economic impact, but that, that media attention is is one of the big reasons why we do what we do. And we try and take advantage of both of those. You know, there are business programs that connect the business of Super Bowl to local businesses, especially local minority women-owned. LGBTQ plus veteran-owned businesses. Uh, that uh, is a program that the NFL does every year at at Super Bowl, and um, you know you 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 compare that and compare what the economic impact is and the meaning to our to our city and the excitement that's created. The number of volunteers we need five thousand volunteers uh, for for Super Bowl. There's just there's just nothing that matches that event, and we've done. We've done everything but the Olympic Games, uh, and and certainly that one is uh, is larger, but that one's worldwide and, and requires a, a a lot of other uh, uh, resources than than we have here in Louisiana. So you were saying earlier you you're in the midst of your first phase, leading into the second phase. What is the second phase? The second phase is 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 operational. I mean, the first phase never doesn't end. The first phase is fundraising, and it never ends. Uh, but the uh, second phase is operational uh, in planning of where the uh, NFL events are going to be, where the host committee events are going to be, uh, uh, how we uh, staff up properly, uh, how we recruit volunteers, where are they going to be serving, you know, all the facilities that need to be in compliance with what the bid uh, required, you know, making sure that all that happens. And it that sounds easy, but it's a lot of work and a lot of communication. It requires a, uh, our staff working on it on a daily basis for 
uh, you know, the past three or four months, uh, leading all the way through 14 months from now in, in, uh, in February of 25. But, you know, the New Orleans Saints are playing a huge role um, in hosting the Super Bowl, and they always do because they're the NFL team, of course. Right. But And it can only be in an NFL, NFL city, right? Dennis Lausha. You know, it only can be in an NFL city. So that without the Saints, there's no Super Bowl. Uh, so uh, it's kind of like without the Saints, there's no there's no Superdome. Without the Superdome there's, and the Saints, there's no Super Bowl. You know, it kind of goes hand in hand uh, together, but not kind of goes. It does go hand in hand together. But the um, you know this this leadership that the Saints are a role that they're playing with us in leading this host committee uh, has been uh, has been great so far. And I can't thank Mrs. Benson, Dennis Lausha, Ben Hales, and the whole group uh, enough uh, for their support of what we're trying to accomplish. And it's only to benefit New Orleans. It's not really to benefit the Sports Foundation or anything like that. We, we do what we do out of love of the city and, and really pride in what, we, uh, and, and, and what we do and how we handle our business. And hopefully that will lead to many, many other events in years to come. This will be your fourth, right? How much more difficult is yes. it today than the first? Well, I thought the 97 Super Bowl was difficult. <laughs> um, and uh, Little did time, you know, right? <laughs> it, little did I know that we would be hosting the first post-9-11 Super Bowl. Right. And where the, where the, I, I remember the NFL that vividly. took uh, a week off and pushed the entire season uh, back a week, and including the Super Bowl date. There was not a week off in between the NFC-AFC championship game and the Super Bowl back then. So uh, it pushed us to uh, the first uh, or the end of January of, of, uh, of 2002. Now, we were waiting we were in a holding uh, period from 9/11 until about mid-October of 2001, in order to make sure that the uh, that we could fit the Super Bowl in the weekend that was ha- that was uh, going to be moved to in 2002, uh, and so you can imagine uh, everything that had to be organized. Obviously, the Superdome was available. That that was really not the issue. But the convention center had conventions that were that were already booked, international conventions that were already booked. Uh, there were weddings in town that were booked at, at hotels. There were other events at hotels, and it happened to be the first weekend of Mardi Gras. And so, when you don't uh, plan on being having the Super Bowl with the first weekend of Mardi Gras, a lot of events have to be moved. And we were the, the Mardi Gras cruise, the, the mayor's office, the, the uh, city of uh, city of New Orleans and the city council members and NFL and the Convention and Visitors Bureau, we all worked together uh, to uh, to to get it moved and and uh, it was a tremendous success and a, a little bit scary because of the the uh, the security at the time and worry about post 9/11. Uh, in fact, there were tanks on Poydras Street on the day of the game. I remember uh, back that. then, uh, but it ended up being fantastic and you two played at halftime. Uh, and they did an incredible show that brought tears to people's eyes. I remember being down in the bowels of the Superdome as a as a deputy, you know, and we were going to work, and, and 
that we were distributing gas masks and um, some yeah. kind, some kind of kit, a shot or something. I can't remember what it was now. <laughs> I was sitting there and it was just, it felt like a surreal moment, you know. So I guess the long and short of it is, after that one, every other one's a piece of cake, right? <laughs> It, it it grows in scope, but you you, you know it's like uh, winning the Super Bowl, uh, the actual game itself. You get a lot of confidence that whatever comes, if you can do that, you get a lot of confidence that whatever comes up, you can handle, uh, and you'll make good decisions along the way. So that uh, you know going through that type of of challenge uh, really uh, really you know gives us a lot of energy and enthusiasm to know that, you know, whatever comes up with these events. And these events, you know, having been in your role earlier, you know how cumbersome these events are and how demanding they are. Um, you know, whatever comes up, we feel like we can handle. And e- either we've handled it before uh, or it won't be as difficult as what it was in 2001 when we had to move the game a week. But like you said, uh, it gets it got harder, a little bit harder in 2013, a little bit bigger, a lot of fun that weekend which is what our emphasis was. And then, and now 2025, the fundraising and the demands are all uh, higher than they were uh, 10 years ago. Well, Jay, thank you so much for joining us. Best of luck to you guys. I know that the real, a lot of stuff is going to start falling into place. I know that y'all do the handoff um, from Las Vegas, and then it really kicks into high gear. We appreciate all that you do and all of the volunteers and certainly the long, long list of the great corporate partnerships that we have in the city. We're very fortunate because we have a very giving um, uh, number of corporations throughout that really make a difference for us. So thank you so much. Thank you, Newell. I appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. That is Jay Cicero, folks, president and CEO of the Greater New Orleans Sports Foundation. We'll be right back. We'll check in with Ian who's in for Scoot today. When we return, stay with us. We are back, folks, and Ian Hoke's in for Scoot. What do we have coming up, Ian? Well, Sheriff, we are going to be talking to Val Cupid. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, great. I'm not sure if these cans are working. We're going to talk to Val Cupid from the Lakeview Civic Improvement Association about the neighborhood street flooding they had. The Sewage and Water Board officials are in front of uh, the City Council Utilities Committee kind of any minute now, so we'll continue to update people throughout the afternoon about what we learned there. want to hear from you if you're car got flooded or your block got flooded or you couldn't get to work uh this is a great place for you to vent kind of share your stories with everybody 2023 is officially the hottest year on record on the planet earth um the uh, copernicus institute in the european union just made that official this morning they've got a really interesting study i'm going to talk to barry keim our louisiana state climatologist about what louisianians are going to do when we just have a lifetime of summers in front of us where we have 40 or 50 continuous days of 110 degree heat. What are we going to do? Taylor Swift is Time Magazine's person of the year. We're going to talk to New Orleans Taylor Swift expert Julia Delois at 320 and learn a little bit more about the queen herself. It's going to be a great show, man. All righty. Stay tuned. Ian's headed your way. Got a great lineup. Hope you enjoyed today's show. We'll see you again in the morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 